Last week was our food episode, so this week, you guessed it, we got to talk about exercise and how being weakless affects it. Let's go. Self-care isn't easy. It requires doing hard things. Being uncomfortable is mandatory. It's not for the weak, and it's not for the fragile. But that's okay. We don't mind. Because we are weakless. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to A Moment of Weakless. This is episode number 24. And um, we talked about food last week, and it was a huge hit. But uh, it might have been a huge hit because of all the people that saw the title of the episode and then downloaded it. We had an extraordinary amount of downloads for that episode. There's a chance, though, that there were some people that were frustrated when they got in there and they did not hear me tell them exactly how to eat. Instead, they heard me tell them why the way they've been looking at food has probably been hurting them. And we're going to do something similar here with exercise. I might have a few more answers for you, a few more solid answers this week. But uh, I can't go into a ton of detail on exactly how to exercise. It can just give you the basics because obviously I'm not standing in front of you and you're not here for me to show you exactly how to move. But first things first, it's pretty obvious that being weakless affects exercise. As a matter of fact, this is probably the easiest subject to get your head around when we start talking about being weakless. Because when we talk about self-care being uncomfortable, a lot of times people's minds first go to how uncomfortable it is to start exercising. It takes a lot of time or at least a lot more time than just making a quick decision about food. And then when you start working out, you get sore. More importantly, the part that probably doesn't pop into people's minds as readily, or at least they don't understand it, is that A lot of the resources that we need for working out, like gyms, are scary. People will tell themselves, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to be the fattest person there. Everybody's going to be judging me in the way I look. They're going to be judging me because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to look stupid. So if I do go, I'm just going to go find a piece of cardio equipment in the corner. I would never go down there where the weights are and work out where all those meatheads are. That's too scary. And so they're living their life like it's one gigantic performance and they just have already decided there's no way they would do those things. So they're left with limited resources if they can't be weakless in their thoughts. So obviously everything that we've worked on in this podcast since the very beginning directly applies to exercise. In order to make exercise work long term, you're going to have to be weakless. You're going to have to be comfortable with discomfort And the people that aren't either quit in short order or they phone in their workouts, which I'll come to in a moment. But a lot of what makes people quit is either the physical discomfort or the psychological discomfort or the simple fact that they've never really done self-care. And what they're doing now is not self-care. It's more self-abuse. So they have a limited amount of time that they're going to be able to work out before results better come pouring in or they're going to stop. And that's the same for food. You start making these changes when it's self-abuse and not self-care. You're trying to change yourself into something that you won't insult anymore. And if the results don't come fast enough, your inner voice is just going to tell you, see, I told you this wasn't going to work and you quit because you don't love any of it. There's no part of this that you want to be doing. 
You have to do it. You should do it. Those are the things that you're telling yourself in your head because you desperately don't want to be the person that you are now. Obviously, that is probably going to be the biggest pitfall for most people, but the physical discomfort is a problem too. And like I said, you will either quit or phone it in. And what I mean by phoning it in is that as I encounter people in my career who are already exercising, most of those people are just doing the same thing over and over again. There's no real intensity. It's just go through the motions and their workouts start to look like a warm-up. Like when I do a warm-up in the gym, my warm-ups look generally the same. I go through the same movements to warm up all my joints. And that's kind of what a lot of people's workouts look like. If they are doing something with like dumbbells for resistance training, they grab the exact same dumbbells every time. And in reality, those dumbbells are usually a lot lighter than what they could be using, or they just go through the same exact yoga routine every time. It's just this kind of rote and uh, familiar thing that they just slide into and there's no real intensity and there's no drive to really challenge themselves they're not getting out of their comfort zone. They were out of their comfort zone when they very first started, but then it becomes comfortable and then hooray, I'm comfortable again. So they just stay there. And uh, there's no real adaptation after the beginning. Your body is an adaptation machine. And that means that you can't do the exact same things for very long before your body adapts. And now you're not getting anything new out of it. And this is where those people will tell themselves that they're just maintaining their weight or they're maintaining their strength or whatever. In reality, they will continue to lose uh, strength and muscle mass in that same routine as they get older and as their hormones change and things like that. So um, we have to be challenging ourselves on a regular basis and our workouts should be challenging us. And another point that I want to make is that the huge majority of people out there are exercising with a mentality that says that the only reason I do this is because I'm going to burn calories. They're trying to burn calories somehow. And um, if you listened to the food episode last week, you know that I would never prescribe something like that. I don't ever tell people to go exercise in order to burn calories. You ate food, you got to go burn it up or it'll end up in your fat cells. You need to move your body because that's what your body expects. And I used the tiger example last time. We would never take a tiger out of the jungle and give it 40% of its natural movement and 40% of its natural diet and then stand back and expect it to be an amazing tiger. You need to move your body like your body was intended to move. What are my recommendations? Well, I'll give you the gist, the, the overarching basics here. But I can't go into too much detail because, again, I am not standing right in front of you to help you figure out what your body needs. But overall, I separate exercise and movement. Walking is movement, by the way that I define these things. Walking is something that you need to do because you need to move your body around on this planet, but I don't like to call it exercise. It's required. You used to have to get out of bed every day and go out and find food. That's what we had to do as a species. And that meant that all of us moved around a lot, but it wasn't intense. It was just moving our bodies around the planet. Sometimes it was pretty slow. Sometimes it was at a more brisk pace when you needed to get someplace in a specific time frame. but it was still just movement. So when we're talking about exercise, 
the things that I recommend are first lifting and then down the road when somebody's actually starting to get some real metabolic health in place, I recommend sprinting or something else that would maybe like high intensity interval training that is very short duration and very high intensity. And the reason for that is that that is the type of movement that your body can understand. Well, all of this stuff is. We have opposable thumbs. So we pick things up. We move things around the planet. If you are doing resistance training, you are, you are doing the form of exercise that provides the absolute maximum amount of benefits that any exercise can provide. And that includes for weight loss. I don't want to go too much into the weeds on this, but lifting is, well, it improves strength and it improves muscle mass. And both of those things are extremely highly correlated to low all-cause mortality across the board. And we have just piles and piles of research on that. If you want to live a long time, you need to be carrying as much muscle mass as you can and be as strong as you can as long as you possibly can. We can test nothing but grip strength in people, which means that these people pick things up and move things around in their world a lot. They are lifting things. By testing grip strength, we can fairly accurately test all-cause mortality. So you take two people, same gender, same age, test their grip strength alone, and if one of them is substantially weaker, the other one is substantially stronger. The one that is substantially stronger is far less likely to drop dead of any cause than the person who is much weaker. And then weight loss helps with metabolic flexibility by allowing you to, and I'm going to get scientific here, I apologize, but allowing you to actually pull glucose out of your bloodstream for uh, the use in those muscles without the presence of insulin. And I really shouldn't go down this path too far, but bottom line, it will help you with metabolic flexibility and metabolic flexibility is your ability to switch between glucose and fatty acids at the cell, which is the holy grail for everything that you've ever been trying to do when you were doing it wrong and going out there and trying to burn calories. If you want to not be carrying much body fat and you want to be healthy and feel great, have fantastic energy levels throughout the day and, uh, and, and be strong, energetic, you are shooting for strong and awesome metabolic flexibility. You just didn't know that. And that is not something that happens through burning calories or trying to burn up whatever you ate. The reason why I think people pursue that is because they want to be able to eat like crap. So um, they are trying to eat garbage and then burn it off. And even if they're eating well, they're typically looking at, at trying to figure out how to trick their body into believing that life sucks on earth, I guess. So they keep their body in a constant state of stress by uh, not eating enough and doing a lot of cardio, which is something that I pretty much never prescribe. I don't prescribe any steady state cardio to anybody. Like I don't tell anybody to get on a treadmill or a bike or an elliptical machine for a half hour at a steady state. I don't tell anybody to go run. I've produced tons of weight loss throughout the course of my career. As I told you back in episode one, I have more before and after pictures than I could ever count. And uh, I did all of that while telling people to not do cardio. So I don't really want to go down this path too much farther with exactly what to do. Resistance training is one of those things that must be done in absolutely perfect form. But I do want to make the point that 
exercise is about being uncomfortable. And the very second that it becomes comfortable for you, you are no longer getting the benefits from it than you that you should be. I am comfortable with the idea of working out. I very much enjoy it. There are times that I do it like I take a shower, like I might skip it this day if I could, but it's not an option. Skipping it isn't an option. The alternative is to not feel the way I feel and I'm not willing to do that. So I I go, I make myself go, but most of the time I really enjoy it. But I'm not comfortable in my workouts. As I'm sitting here recording this for you, I'm sore in three different places on my body and I've been working out for about 29 years and this is the norm. I always train in ways that keep my body working at the edge of my physical capacity in a safe way. I'm not phoning it in. I am always working hard. I'm always keeping intensity and time under tension high. And those two things are really important. What are you doing when you go to the gym or when you do a workout at home? Are you doing something that you've become comfortable with? If so, then this is going to be a place where you need to get weakless. And if you're not exercising, then there's a good chance that there are multiple reasons that you're not doing it that all involve you not being weakless. And a lot of that is probably mentality stuff. It's mindset. But it might also just be that you don't like to be uncomfortable. And I'm sorry, exercising is always going to be uncomfortable if you're doing it right. If you're doing it right, it will always be uncomfortable while you're doing it. And if you feel like that is like some sort of torture, or if it feels to you like you should be able to get to a place where it is comfortable, like you tell yourself things like, if I just do this long enough, it'll be more comfortable. That is technically true. It will be more comfortable. I don't get as sore as you will get in the beginning or as I would get if I took six months off, but I absolutely do get sore. My workouts absolutely are hard. As I record this, I am a 48-year-old male who has been working out, like I said, for around 29 years. And these things have been constant. They have always been physically uncomfortable. So like I also said, if you are somebody who just really loves being comfortable, I bet you don't work out. I would bet my bottom dollar that you don't exercise. Or in that smaller percentage, you do, but your exercise sessions are comfortable, which is really just not a waste of time because you are moving your body. You're getting something out of it, but you're not getting out of it what you could be getting out of it. And you've already adapted. There's nothing new coming your way. Your body adapted relatively quickly to whatever you're doing. And now you're just sitting there maintaining that. We have to be challenging ourselves on a regular basis. I like to try to challenge myself physically every day. I do not work out every day. That's nonsense. Another quick point that I should make here is that nobody ever, ever makes any kind of gain in the gym. You don't get stronger in the gym. You don't lose weight in the gym. You do those things in recovery. So people who work out every single day with a lot of intensity Those people are doing more harm than good most of the time because when do you recover? But if you are already adapted to the workouts that you're doing because you're not mixing things up, you're not training with intensity, you're not pushing yourself outside your comfort zone, 
You've gotten everything out of this that you possibly can. And it's easy now. You don't have to get sore anymore. You don't have to be uncomfortable while you're underneath some heavy weights on some lift. And you've settled in. And I'm sorry to have to break it to you, but that is not weakless. If you want a body that will perform for you in amazing ways for very many years and let you age gracefully. And, you know, my goal has always been to run into my funeral and dive into my coffin and yell, go. I, I cannot do that without treating my body the way it thinks it should be treated according to the way it thinks that life should be lived. And that means a lot of movement. And we've outsourced most of our movement in our modern society, and we have to take that back. So we have to simulate that kind of work and oftentimes simulate emergencies. And that requires things that the human body can understand. And going out and running for a half hour or an hour doesn't simulate anything that the body could understand because if a predator is chasing you, it catches you in a heck of a lot less than a half hour. And if you're chasing food, you typically have lost it a long time before a half hour. So sprinting in very short duration, save my life type exercise makes sense, but usually not until you're already seeing some, some sort of metabolic health improvements. So are you picking things up? Are you moving heavy things around? Do you know how to do that? That's something we help people with in diligent mind self-care to a degree, but um, it it's the most avoided thing that I see in every aspect of my work. The one thing that I have always pushed is lifting. And the one thing that most people ignore or put off forever, just keep telling themselves they'll start soon and they never start is lifting. And um, if you want the amazing, amazing benefits that a full self-care practice can provide, you're going to have to get up and move some stuff around your world. And you're going to have to move your body in ways that your body can understand. I hate to break this to you. There are a whole bunch of you listening to this right now going, Oh God, I know, I know I should, but I just, Oh God, I just don't want to. And well, can you have that conversation in your head and say, I'm being weakless right now? Of course you cannot. If there is one area outside of controlling thoughts when it comes to self-care, if there's one area where being weakless will have the most dramatic effect on you, it's going to be an exercise. I'd love you to spend some real time thinking about this. And um, I know that uh, this is another one of those episodes where I'm not giving you the answers that you wish you were going to get to hear, but they're all true. If you want to get started with this, and actually, if you want the only way into DMSC where I can help you with this stuff, you are going to have to dive into the Discomfort Zone workshop and learn how to manage this discomfort. Go through the weakless challenge. Learn how to look at hard things differently. Learn how to look at discomfort differently. And tackle this stuff head on because it's hard, as we've talked about multiple times since we started this podcast. Of course, you can grab the Discomfort Zone workshop in the show notes, but... I hope I've got you thinking today because I'd hate for you to be another one of those people that I've seen so many times that just put this stuff off over and over and over again until they have lived a life where they never included it and never saw the amazing benefits that the rest of us are getting. Please go kick this stuff around. Think about it. Why aren't you exercising? 
And if you are, how are you exercising? Can you call those things weakless? If you can't, give it some thought. We'll talk soon. Take care.